Hello. Hey. It's Oddity Files. Was that your British accent? No, I just said hello. Hello. Did Governor? I say hello? hello? Well, now we have to start over because I don't want to be insulting. Oddity Files. Jimmy, leave that in. <laughs> I'm leaving it in. Oh my gosh. But when she says, cut that out, you don't say, I'm leaving that in. Because I always end up with, no, leave it in. <laughs> Even if I don't say it, I leave it in anyways. Yeah, true. Hola. He's the one that posted the picture, <laughs> wrong place, of me drunk singing Oh Mickey in the stories on the I Instagram. I know. The but I saw the text where you gave him permission. Shh, that's a secret. I'm going to cut that. Jimmy, cut that out. <laughs> I quit. Because he played it. Anyway. It's Oddity Files. The podcast. The podcast. I'm going to do it with vigor because these boys don't have it. You're listening to Oddity Files. The, the podcast. podcast. Oh, look at the good we do. You know, I really hope people say it along with us now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, You know, like Jimmy. new listeners, like, the podcast. We're a creepy paranormal podcast where... We make fun of shit and Alexa's turning the lights off. And Oh, like and now she's listening to every word you say. And... Oh, great. Thanks, Alexa. But yeah, we talk about uh, ghost stories, haunted objects, big feet, big foots, octopus, and Curses, everything in between. Legends, lores, um, anything that just kind of makes us go, hmm. hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what, what we, we do. do. And it's fun <laughs> and... Sometimes we have drinks. Sometimes we record at 9 a.m. Sometimes yeah. we record at 9 p.m. Yeah. And well, right now... Right now it's 11.16. 11.16. On a... I don't even know what day it is. So. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> yes. And, you know... Um, but what's exciting, oh, we have recorded, obviously, at our home base in Indiana. Yes. We have recorded on a boat in the middle... I'm on a boat. Of the ocean. And right now, should you tell them? Go for it. We're in London. G'day, governor. <laughs> that was awful. Look, which is cool because even the the show, our show, which is on Amazon Prime, Oddity Files. Yay. We have a decent following from the UK, which is really exciting. It is. It is very exciting. And I love... London is probably... It's at least in my top three cities. I, you, if I could live anywhere, anywhere, it would be here. I know. DJ Jimmy and I keep on trying to find an excuse to move there for it's a little bit. So expensive. So expensive. <laughs> right. Outside. In zone six. Yeah. Maybe, you know, an, a nice little haunted farmhouse in, in the country. You know, you, you can find that if it's haunted, you might be able to get it dirt cheap. So just saying. Let's work on that. We'll start our own little um, cult, the Oddity Files cult on a farmhouse right. with lots of land. Oh, gosh. That's what we need. <laughs> God. That's how we could get some followers. <laughs> <laughs> we just force them. Wait, it's a cult? Oh. <laughs> Rate, subscribe, <laughs> review. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> Hello, cult members. How are you today? <laughs> right. But don't come over because <laughs> just don't come over. <laughs> we'll have <laughs> cult conference calls. <laughs> well... 
she's currently exercising her demons. <clears throat> Leave that in there. Damn it. <laughs> I was about to say cut that out. No, literally four demons just came out. This It's like a month and a half of this fucking cold. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm sick and tired of being fucking sick and tired. And, you know, anybody who's been listening to new stuff for like the last two months is like, God, she's nasally as fuck. I'm really not. This will eventually go away. Sorry, I just got on a tangent wow. there. Jeez. Like a, it's like a deleted scene from Mean Girls. <laughs> well, you know, I totally would have fit in with them. Not really. So, so. back to matters at hand. <laughs> London is, I, I've come to the conclusion, everything is fucking haunted there. Well, it's so because old. Even if it's not intelligently haunted, it has Gotta to be, be residual. residually haunted. Yeah. Million. It's just so old. Mm-hmm. And stunning. I mean, that's like where I like to go to the East Coast. It's as close as we get to Europe because the buildings are a little older. Boston's my favorite. I know. Love it. I'll never forget that day that we were walking down that road in Boston. You're like... Gosh, I don't know why. Just Boston reminds me so much of London. I don't know. And Chris was like, you don't know why? <laughs> well, maybe I blocked it out. So. <laughs> Selective listening. <laughs> Who? Me? Never. <laughs> so the segment that we've started doing um, that kind of happened on accident, though, that I love is like haunted weird things in the news. I love it. I, I love really it. do, too. Thank you, Legos. Yes. <laughs> that was a great. I still like, want to get those. Total accident. Yeah. Um, but this one... It definitely fits the weird. Um, I wouldn't call it paranormal or anything like that, but it has figuratively haunted this town for 38 years. Oh. Nobody said Alexa. No. Okay. Um, Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. What the fuck is she doing? Alexa, turn off. Yeah, but this is, it's really weird. So, dates back to 1981. Okay. So, this guy was test driving a Jeep um, outside of South uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, when he saw a red blanket, like, in a ditch. Okay. So, he found it weird, so he pulled the car over, stepped out into the dirt, and it was really, it was like midwinter. Okay. To see what it was. In the blanket, he found a baby with tears frozen on its cheek. The oh. baby had been lying in the ditch for roughly 24 hours. Oh. The coroner would soon rule. Um, he oh. lived for about two hours before freezing and bleeding to death. His umbilical cord had not been cut and the placenta was still attached. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, obviously, someone had this baby. Didn't want it. And tossed it. So... Terrible, absolutely terrible. However, bitch face. 38 years ago, bitch face. Uh, real name, Teresa. Fuck Teresa. you, Teresa. Um, but so um, just on March 11th, this all like ironed out and they found her. They found bitch face Teresa. How? Because How? through like development and technology and DNA studies, they literally found her. And oh, this is recent. Yes. So it happened 38 years ago. And on March 11th, she was arrested. This year. This year. Oh, fuck. Fuck you, Teresa. Fuck you, Teresa. Um, but yeah, and like someone in the FBI is like, you know, we want 
to be clear with people, even though something isn't figured out immediately, we never put these cases to rest. Which like, is awesome. It just takes sometimes. It just takes time. Oh yeah. Bitchface was still living in South Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Oh, Jesus. Ah, oh, crazy. That's insane. And just the fact that somebody had the foresight to hold on to whatever DNA, whether it be the it was all DNA sitting there, really. Right. And and but it they was said still... back when it happened, they just didn't have the technology to. All they could do was find blood types back then, like to match the DNA or anything. Yeah. So it's very very cool. Like I said, I know that it's not like haunted or anything like that, but it's so crazy because it's something terrible and Bitchface deserves to be in jail. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did they do the trial and everything or is she just... So March 11th, she was um, arrested. Okay, so they probably have yet to come, the trial yeah. and... Teresa. Fuck you, Teresa. Isn't that crazy though? That's... There are so many parents out there that can't have children that want children so bad. I don't understand why somebody would do that. Do you think the guy bought the Jeep? Wait. He was test driving a Jeep when he found Wait. it. Nobody cares about the Jeep. I don't know. Jeep probably just gave him the damn car. Wow. And in, in is it South Dakota or North Dakota? South. It's, it's so fucking snowy in either Dakotas. And wow, it's so cold. Up. Oh, anyway. Poor thing that he would, oh, literally two hours old. Mm. I can't even. Stupid. But if you look, if you like look up what she looks like, Jimmy, put her mugshot on Instagram story. She looks like bitch face Teresa. Okay. Wow. No. And it's anybody who is unexpectedly pregnant. I know so many people that have adopted children in their lives and they're so happy now and just don't do stupid shit like that, people. I hate you. You're the worst. You are the weakest link. She... Teresa's the weakest link this week, guys. Teresa Bintas. And I thought it was going to be me this week because words are hard. And I haven't even read my story yet. But, Teresa, you're the fucking wait, weakest link. Wait, ready to see your picture? Can't no. Oh, wait. Wow, what is the resolution on that? Nothing? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Those 38 years did damn. not do her well. No. There might have been some meth going on in that life. And I don't even care how much trash we talk about miss Teresa bentas Mm -mm, fuck her you can listen to oddity files the podcast in jail bitch <laughs> anyways this week we're in london <laughs> we are that's so sad we're usually not so hateful but no. i'm sure you're on board with us on this one i totally am plus i love the true crime and i love when they catch the bad guy it's my favorite part you know she thought she was in the clear well in the clear yeah Anywho, I know we do have a lot of listeners that are true crime buffs yeah. as well. So I think they're okay with that. Um, yeah, we're in London. We are living the dream, drinking some cider, eating some steak and ale pie, shepherd's pie, all the meat pies. You know, maybe bumping into Harry Potter on the street, Hagrid, <laughs> you know, because we are Harry Potter fans. But anyway, um, I've not been home much lately, so I don't know if my house has got weird paranormal shit going on. Same. You've not been home longer than <laughs> oh, I've not. Yeah. yeah. So oh, what? A week and a half. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding. There's someone at my house protecting it <laughs> entirely. <laughs> Jimmy, cut that out. 
It's guarded by guards and large men. Mine is guarded by Ring and ADT, motherfuckers. Stay the fuck away. I know. We actually do have two alarm systems. Do you? Because the house came with one, but I still have the one from my old house that oh. I like brought with me. Yeah. You can't be too careful. Again, right. true crime stories. Right. Just Try it, that bitch. Out there. That's why I have two alarms. Try it, Teresa. <laughs> bitch face. So, Gosh, um, we're hateful this week. We are. Maybe we should go to bed. It's, I think it's the time change, not the time change, the jet lag. Jet lag that's the word I'm looking oh for. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> Kitsy and I had to go to Australia for work last year. And when we came back, <laughs> anything that we could blame jet lag on, bet your ever loving ass. For like three months. <laughs> three months. Right. Like we'd forget to do something important. We'd be like, a jet lag, I'm sorry. Like we're 18 hours ahead. But we're this much closer to starting investigating it again. Yes. Yay. Weeks at this point. Go us. And um, we're looking for our next live podcast. So any of you guys need us to do a live podcast? Yeah, we'll come out. Yeah, crew at gmail.com. That was fun. That was fun. I am all about that. Let's do that again real soon. We um, have um, a couple of new merch things up. Some new shirt styles. Oh, there you go. So You guys better get on that. You go to oddityfiles.com. You click on shop. And um, thank you, Clayton, for helping me fix the web page because I did such a bad job on it before. It wasn't as bad as you said it was. Well, it really was. But um, yeah, check it out. We've got some fun stuff going on. My favorite still is is the podcast logo shirt. It's I know. Fun. I mean, not that I don't love all this I new know. stuff. We should send Gemma one. It's like, thank you. We should. Totally. I'll figure out her address. Well, <laughs> In a less creepy way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking of true crime, chill the fuck out, Clayton. <laughs> Gemma, get two security. <laughs> yeah. Gemma Dar is um, the wonderful human being who created our logo. Yeah. And we love it. It's kind of cool. Um, I've. We should see if she has any paranormal stories. Oh, shit. Why have we not thought of this? I have no clue. We'll ask her. Yeah. But since we've been traveling a lot, we've been bumping into some of our celebrity friends, and we've got some awesome, awesome interviews coming Hopefully up. Hopefully next week we'll put one on, because we're recording it here soon. So yeah. Hopefully no, it'll I, make next week's cut. Yeah. But if it doesn't, don't hate us. Right. Chill. Um, but just in case this is the first time you're listening to the show, hit that subscribe button mm-hmm. so you know when those episodes go up. And you're notified by those handy-dandy little podcast apps. I love them. We're on Stitcher. We're on every single major podcast app. Thank you, DJ Jimmy. Because I would have had no clue how to do that. (laughs) I think I went first with U.S. history. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I have, again, something I've known a little about. Okay. But I've wanted to know more about. Okay. And I went searching... And the easiest way for me to learn okay. is to watch a video about something. Fair I'm not going to lie. You can read articles all day, but what's going to stick? It's a video. I found a fucking five-part reality series about the Curse of the Bell Witch. Curse of Bell Witch. Why does that sound so familiar? It's uh, the Bell Witch, which, which is what Blair Witch is based on I'm in with Tennessee. You. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um. 200 years ago, in what is now Adams, Tennessee, is where the story of the Bell Witch comes from. Over time, it's been the most notorious paranormal case in history. 
The curse is said to have had cursed the bloodlines of the Bell family to this day. Um, allegedly, the story is each firstborn male. I mean, the series I watched said, oh, absolutely, each firstborn male of a generation is plagued by tragedy and death. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The, the series was fun. It was good. You know, you had some, like, green cameras, IR cameras going on, so I was happy. What, the firstborn male of a generation? Of each generation of the Bell family. Oh, just their family. Yes. I'm like, oh, I haven't I didn't play. say that? My bad. You probably did. Eh, I don't think so. <laughs> I was like, every generation? Um, yeah. No, just the Bells. Sorry. So the first to die from the curse was John Bell. In 1817, Bell contracted a mysterious affliction that worsened over the next three years, ultimately leading to his slow and agonizing death. There's still no explanation for his death to this day. The curse is still said to be killing the males of... I already said that. For fuck's sake, words are hard. Okay, so let's take it way back. In the early 1800s, John Bell moved his family from North Carolina to the Red River Bottom land, which is now called Adams, Tennessee. He kept acquiring land, and his property was in the upwards of 300 acres. Once settled in Tennessee, John and his wife had three more children. So I think they had five children total. Not like that crazy double bitch. Um, built in 1817, the experiences began. The family would hear tapping on the walls and the floors from 10.30 p.m. to 4 a.m. every night. It's this log cabin. It's actually... What are you laughing at? Not like that crazy devil, bitch. I think you're talking about Mother Leeds yes, from last week? Okay, Jersey devil. Yeah, okay, sorry. Another unfit mother. Anyway... Sorry, kids is in a mood today. I am. I'm super sassy, people. <laughs> um, where was I? So, yeah, every night from 10.30 p.m. to 4 a.m., they'd hear tapping on the walls. And actually, the cabin that they lived in at the time is still in Tennessee. They just moved it from it where it originally Whoa. was. It's like a little museum now, which is really cool. Um, it'd get worse. And they started hearing, eventually they'd start hearing whispering. That went on for a while, and then the children started to feel physical touches in their beds. Oh. And it, was, it wasn't Creepy Dad. Um, until, oh, my God. It wasn't. <laughs> it's all mind. about the bad Stop parenting it. today. <laughs> until one night, um, one of the daughters, Betsy, would start waking up with huge welts on her face as if she was slapped, scratches on her body, and even stuck with pins. What are you doing? I'm trying not to laugh. Because uh, I'm like, that's this what the show is about. This episodes could literally just be called Bad Moms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she'd even be stuck with pins on several occasions. This continues: the tapping, the whispers, the physical assaults, and one night, the whispers became understandable voices. You still like look, you're, look like you're about to start cracking up. Oh no! And now I'm just nervous. <laughs> You should be. Um, the family started hearing what the entity was trying to tell them, and the entity said its name was Kate. The Bells called in family friend James Johnson. He stayed the night at the cabin while the family was gone and claims he was awakened that night by the same phenomena. We discussed this earlier. Phenomena or phenomenon? I think it's phenomenon. phenomenon. I think phenomena is plural. Yes. 
Oh, like, see, I never knew that. All the fun. I thought it was just where you lived and how you said it. So that morning, he tells John Bell that it was a spirit, just like spirits like in the Bible, because apparently that wasn't a thing back then. Soon word spread of the haunting, and people would come from far and wide to witness the Bell Witch. Which? 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 The apparition began to speak out loud and was asked by the family, Who are you and what do you want? And the voice answered feebly, I'm a spirit. I was once very happy, but have been disturbed. The spirit offered diverse explanations of why it happened, tying its origin to the disturbance of native of a Native American burial mound located on the property. And we're back to that. Every episode, I swear. John Johnson, a son, he was a son of James. James was a guy who did the sleepover and decided it was a spirit, um, tested the witch, asking the entity what his Dutch step-grandmother in North Carolina would say to the slaves if she thought they did something wrong. The witch replied with his grandmother's accent and said, hut, hut, what has happened now? Which is exactly what she would say. Mm. At one point, an Englishman stopped by to visit and offered to investigate. Look at all these paranormal investigators coming from all over the place to hunt ghosts. Yep. Look. Um, he offered to investigate, and on remarking on his family overseas, the witch suddenly began to mimic his English parents. Late, he said to have wrote to the... Uh, later, I've forgotten R. Later, he said to have wrote the Bell family that the entity had visited his family in England and he apologized for his skepticism. So he comes up to the house like, I don't believe in no ghosts. Right. And then... Fair enough, yeah. yeah shit goes down. Several accounts say that during his military career, Andrew Jackson himself was intrigued by the story and his men were frightened away after traveling to investigate. The hauntings continue for three more years. The big rumor, the big story out now is that the cause of the haunting was, or curse, is Kate Batts. She was uh, a local at the time who was said to be a witch. Okay. Um, rumors around town were that Kate Batts was actually practicing black magic. And the story goes that Kate and John Bell had a property, property deal gone bad, and Kate would then later put a curse on the Bell family out of spite. What do I always say? Bitches, and in this case, witches, be crazy. I crack myself up. Um, <laughs> you were so excited when you typed that. <laughs> I was. I'm like, they're so not going to laugh. Uh, <laughs> it happens. But there's nothing in the county records of any land deal between the two. However, they were both at the same land auction, and maybe Kate was outbid by some land she wanted is kind of... Where it's at now. Because, I mean, a lot of research has gone into this. Um, I know I personally get super shitty when somebody outbids me on an auction for something I really wanted. So it kind of sort of makes sense. Now, ladies back then usually didn't handle the purchasing of land, but Kate's husband was an invalid. And Kate took matters into her own hands on everything with the land and the house. You go, Kate. Yep. Kate was said to have been eccentric. And if there was something she wanted... Old girl was going to get it. Same girl. Same. Uh, <laughs> she had no education, 
but liked to use big words and made people think she did have an education and frequently misused and mispronounced them. Same girl, same, because words are so fucking hard. (laughs) Legend says that Kate died just before the hauntings began, but others say she died 22 years after John Bell died. No way. Yeah. So it's there's all kinds of hearsay yeah. going on here. Another rumor is that Kate Batts and John Bell were having an affair, and to coin a phrase, hell hath no fury like a woman f- scorned. Mm-hmm. So how did Kate get the stigma of being a witch? The Batts family claimed that Kate's grandmother was a Cherokee Indian and passed down the thoughts of healing with plants and things of nature, which back then... Right. They wanted any reason to label a woman who got shit done a bitch. A witch. Or <laughs> vice versa. Sorry. Was that intentional? It really wasn't. It was a slip, I swear. <laughs> um, Kate also was not a regular churchgoer, which everybody did back then. And what did they do when women were different in that day? Like I said, they immediately labeled her a witch and the rumors got so bad that Kate and her family moved out of state. So is Kate the reason for the haunting or is she the scapegoat? Oh. Yeah. Um, so I, my, I'm leaning towards the curse has something to do with building the farm on ancient Native American burial ground. I agree. I, 110%. Because come on, this is Oddity Files and we all know it's never a good idea to ever, ever. build on any burial ground ever. Um, one theory about who the Bell Witch actually was is that she was a Native American whose grave had been disturbed. It's said that the land contained ancient Indian burials and that legend had it that several had been disturbed in the early days of John Bell's settlement. That scared me. And those that give tours claim that there is actually Native American coffin still in the Bell Witch Cave, which was on John Bell's property. And there's even a story that John's son, Drury, had dug up a skeleton on the land before the haunting started. Whoa. It's almost like a precursor to uh, her Baumeister. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so who is haunting the bells is still up in the air. It could be a witchy woman scorned, or it could be the ancient Na- Native Americans that are not happy their burial ground was disturbed. I'm going to personally go with the Native Americans. Now, this it was a five-part series I watched. It was a very scripted reality series. It was still a fun watch. Um, but the whole reason this main guy was in it is his son is the next Belle in the next generation, ah. which kind of made a neat story. So he wanted to find out right. what was yeah, going yeah. on and how to, to end it. And it almost seemed like their end take on everything was that it was Native Americans as well. So I, I, it still could be a witch because, you know, you've got witches in Native American lore, but poor Kate. Poor Kate. I know. I feel bad for her. I thought it was going to go somewhere south and she was just going to turn out to be like batshit. But sounded like she might have been a little bit. Well, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So, but it was. I've always wondered what Me actually too. it was because we dri- Whenever we go to Nashville, we drive by the Bell Witch Cave. Yeah. Huh. That's cool. We should go there. We should. 
We should investigate there. I've always wanted to do like an outdoor cave, some sort of investigation. Yeah. Investigation. When I was scrolling through stuff, Mammoth Cave, which yeah. I see signs for every time we head yeah. south, is haunted as well. No way. Yeah. Hmm. So being in London <clears throat> and speaking of burial grounds, Ooh. can I tell you a cool story? Yes, please. Uh, Jimmy's telling a story. Yes. I know. <laughs> well, it kind of just happened at a perfect time. Um, so, you know, I studied in London. Oh, because you're senior fancy. College. I mean, it was a great time. I really enjoyed it. It was probably like the best experience of my life. But the university that I went to, it's actually kind of close to where we are right now. It's We're in East London. I'm not going to give specific details because that's a little creepy. Yeah. But I studied at Queen Mary University of London. It's in a part of town called Mile End. Okay. So the underground stop is called Mile End. And in the middle of this university is a cemetery. What? It's like an old burial ground. So they built around it. Around it, which, smart. Yes. And I never experienced anything weird there, and I think it's because they respected yeah. the fact Not that, like Americans. But, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> but you can walk around the cemetery, and you see that all the graves are like Jewish names. Oh. And they have this plaque there that's really cool. I guess way back when, in like old-time London, Jews were um, discriminated against hmm. <clears throat> in London. Yeah. And it was a law that... If Jewish people had family members that had died, they couldn't be buried within the city limits of London. They had to take their family members and bury them at least a mile outside of the city. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, it's crazy. So that's why that stop is called Mile End, because that's the mile that they could start burying their dead. And that's why that burial ground is there at the university. Um, and it's really cool. It's very, very cool. It's a cool spot. It's kind of... Very, it's very eerie to have in the middle of a college campus, but uh, yeah, yeah, like I said, cool. I mean, I never I walked past it because I, I had to walk past it every night to get back to like my apartment, uh -huh. um, my flat, if Your you flat, will. Yes, um, and I never ex experienced anything creepy, but because they were respected, yeah, and they're still at rest, so you can you can build on a, a barrel ground just around it. And it. gate it off so people Respect don't trample it. on it. Exactly. And I bet the college kids are way more respective over there <laughs> than they are here. So myself living in a college town. <laughs> well, speaking of East London. Oh, look at us. And London haunted things. Mine, that's arguably the most tragic thing that's ever happened in, I'm not going to say London, but in East London for sure. Okay. Okay. Um. So Gaynor Isit said, the terrifying supernatural presence that has been plaguing her household has been going on for as long as she can remember. Oh, wow. The 58-year-old mother of three said the evil presence is, in fact, Jack the Ripper. <gasps> the infamous murderer who killed 11 women in Whitechapel in 1888. I didn't. I've never heard of Jack the Ripper actually haunting anything. Well. I know he was an Miss asshole. Miss Isit thinks he's there. I like her. So she said the spirit, one of many who haunt her home, might okay. I add, burns Bibles at night and has attacked her in her sleep. Okay. She described... I shouldn't have laughed. Let me, let me recollect myself. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just like, oh, so unfortunate. And if a, a ghost ever did this to me, I'd be like, okay, they're real. <laughs> Oh, 
Sorry, there's one currently coming out of Kitsy. Yeah, <laughs> coughing up the demons. So she described being punched and hit around the head. What? And said her unwelcome guest was also reasonable for fires started inexplicably around the house. Does she have video proof? So she said that she has to, she's very open about having to, sh- quote, share her property okay. um, with the evil spirits. Um, the house has had several exorcists and priests go and all tried and failed to get rid of all the, the ghosts. The poor woman claims that she was once dragged from her bed by her ankles by a, quote, thuggish poltergeist and also has been pushed down the stairs. I, w- I want a police sketch of the thuggish poltergeist. Right. So um, she spoke out um, just this past September um, because she says that's the month that she claims they're the strongest in her house. Um, she says that the ghost would not leave her alone and um, made her home into a haunted hell. Um, Why does she still live there? But she refuses to move out, claiming that she loves this house, and it's where she brought up all of her children. Okay. Get over it. Yeah. Um, but paranormal investigators have openly said that it's one of the top five most haunted places in Britain. Oh, so people have come in and investigated, yeah. and it's not just her story. So uh, Mark Burnin, who is a paranormal expert, said that he believes um, all of her claims, um, and he's convinced that it actually is the true ghost of Jack the Ripper. Um, and he said in a statement that he's very sorry for what she's going through. He's never seen um, a like a private um, a private property with as much activity as what's her as name again? House. Gaylor. Is it her name or his name? Her name. Yeah. Gaylor. Gaynor. Gaynor. Please let us investigate. Please. We'll be there in 15 minutes. Um, she's been living in the house alone after her partner um, was attacked by this poltergeist, moved to a care home following an accident that left him paralyzed. <gasps> oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, she said the apparition called Jack um, has been known to start, like I said, start fires, Um but some of the fires burn the heads off family photographs, which what what, um, and spontaneously combust furniture. Oh my god! Terrible. Um, I don't. I love my house. But this I raised part, my kids here. But if it was that fucking haunted, I'd leave. This part's kind of funny. Okay. She said, and this is a quote that she made like in a news statement. Okay. With all the fires, he starts around the house. I keep buckets of water around. <laughs> well, I mean, what else? Can so you, you walk do? into Gaynor's house, like Gaynor, what's with all the water? Like you'll just you have a leak? just wait. <laughs> the the sofa is just. We'll bring fire. our own fire extinguishers right. if you just let us investigate. Um, but she's also heard growling noises, and her partner um, has seen apparitions of a man, woman, and little girl all in this house. Oh wow! Um, she says they've never got to be a portal. She's never spoken directly. Um, but they've recorded them, like voice recorded them, and say that they hear them wanting to murder someone. Oh, girl, get out. Right. So the former, um, the previous homeowner before Gaynor says, ghosts have been here for as long as I lived here. Um, the man that uh, used to live here told me that they were here before him too, or before me too, sorry. Wow. Um, one particular spirit is very violent and aggressive. Uh, no kidding. Yeah. Um, and she said, I know people who have come out of my house, not just with scratches, but gashes in their arms. 
Okay, that's terrifying. Um, she says, but I'll never move out. I love my home. All my kids are brought up here, and I won't be bullied out by any ghosts. Okay, I get that. We've had priests, exorcists, and all sorts over the years, but nothing makes a difference. I've just learned to live with them. Wow. It's got to be a portal of some sort, though. Is okay, but Gaynor's there? also some badass bitch. Yeah, she is. She's like, light myself on fire, bitch. I'm I got not a leaving. I bucket of water. Right? I'm good to Susie go. Susie was raised here. Yeah. You may have tried to kill my partner, but I'm yeah, not moving. Yeah, he's paralyzed. That's awful. And every time I'm investigating, I'm like, well, they can't really hurt me. They can't well, really I was hurt like, me, but fuck. I know we're going to be recording in London. There, again, is so much haunted history in London. Oh, I yeah. was like. But she pulled the Jack the Jack Ripper, Ripper twist, like, and that was perfect. Why not? Yeah. Um, and I So was, he's actually an apparition, so they see him? I guess so, yeah. That's what it says. Um, so. And this paranormal quote unquote Mark Vernon will look you up. Paranormal expert says that he absolutely thinks that it's the true ghost of Jack That's the Ripper. Awesome. Have they tried the Wonder Box or a scare? Can box? we try the yes. Wonder Box? But don't light us on fire, damn. No, not at all. God damn. So short and not like crazy, but I two it was very notorious hauntings though. Yeah. That go way back. Look at us taking a full circle every damn time. I do have a story. Um, it's from our friend Jim. And uh, we call him VIP Jim because VIP he Jim. was with us on the the one live investigation we did with the public. And he's always sending me, you know, here, check out this haunting and this haunting. This story is so great. It's lighthearted. Nobody's going to cry. Nobody's going to get goosebumps. But um, he starts it off with, hey, Kitsy, here's a story for you. In the early 90s, when the kids were young, we had a cat named Clyde. He was a black and gray tabby cat and mostly lived outside and performed his duty keeping rabbits out of the garden and rodents out of our house we lived in. In the countryside of Maryland, Clyde was a great cat, a companion to the kids, a mighty hunter. He was also a free-spirited tomcat who would run out for days and have his fun and then return home and eat and lay in the sun. One cold winter morning after an extended absence of the cat, my wife and kids on their way to school found our poor Clyde laying dead no. in the road about a half mile from the house. No. I was homesick from work that day and settling in when my wife and kids burst in to the house in tears to tell me their discovery. They were distraught, and so was I, but I knew what I had to do. I bundled myself up and gathered a shovel and a box and sent the wife and kids off to school and work. I drove to the spot where our dear friend Lai run down in his prime. It was a very cold January morning. Our flattened friend no. was rather frozen to the road, and it took several swipes with a shovel to free him from the icy road. I'm, I'm, I'm not laughing. Um, <laughs> I placed him in the trunk and drove home to prepare a final resting place in the woods near the spring house. Near the spring, spring that must be like a East Coast thing. Near the spring house where he loved to hunt and play. The ground was frozen that frigid morning. Could you imagine this poor sick no. guy home from work? Gosh. The things we do for our kids. The ground was frozen and frigid as my shovel just bounced off the dirt. I'd need more substantial implements 
of destruction to open this final resting place. After at least an hour of picking away at the icy ground, I placed our friend in his eternal resting place and covered him. I even piled stones atop his grave to keep the foxes from digging him up. That evening, we conducted a nice little graveside ceremony. Oh, my God. We were very sad and missed our dear Clyde tremendously. The next few nights were very quiet and somber at the dinner table. On the third night, we had just sat down to dinner at the dining room, and we heard a scratching at the French doors going out to the deck. No, thank you. Uh, pet cemetery, anyone? At first, I chalked it up to the grief-induced delusion that it was how Clyde would let us know he was home from his Tom Canning foray. So he just, it's right. It's Clyde. Um, <laughs> but the scratching continued. My wife got up and turned on the deck light, and O-M-F-ing-G, there he was. <gasps> no way. Clyde returned from the grave. Pet cemetery all over again. My wife screamed. The kids squealed. And I just stood there with my mouth agape. My wife asked, what do we do? Do we let him in? We finally decided to open the door and investigate the ghost cat. To our delight, Clyde Clyde was not a ghost. He was fully alive and quite cold and hungry. It was then that it dawned on me that the cat that I had chipped off the road and had spent an hour (gasps) pounding a hole into the ground to bury must have been somebody else's cat. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was really hoping for a ghost cat. (laughs) Black and gray tabbies apparently all look the same when they've been flattened out and frozen. (laughs) We were very happy to have our Clyde back, but for years after... As I cut the grass next to the grave, I always wonder, what if? He signs it, LOL, your weird friend, Jim. I love that. Do you know, (laughs) actually, a story I almost did. So do you remember, was it two weeks ago I talked about dragons? Days are hard, yeah. So whenever I was talking about dragons, I also almost did a story on whether or not pets could get possessed. Ooh. Like I know how, they can haunt. Whether or not animals can actually like. <gasps> That's like, what's wrong with Tasha. No, but people think that they absolutely can't. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. So You should still do that story. <laughs> just possessed animals. Yeah. People, everyone's going to be like, my damn chihuahua is possessed. <laughs> it's like, no, it's a chihuahua. My goddamn Neapolitan Mastiff <laughs> has to be possessed. No, she's not possessed. She's just a little slow. She's special. But. And blind and whatever. But that story was great. It's it's not it's your so typical um, listener story, but it was too good not to read. And I figure, so... you know, everybody needed a laugh, so. But what do you do? Do you tell, like, how do you tell the kids? Well, the kids saw it flattened out, and then the kids were at the dinner table when he came back. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. how do you, what do you say to the kids? I don't know. <laughs> <coughs> I wish I was a fly on the wall at that fucking dinner table, though. Right. Everybody's probably just looking at each other like, did, did, what, what, what? Oh, I love it. Thanks, Jim. That's awesome. If anybody has any stories or even lighthearted, not-so-haunted stories yes. that kind of have a paranormal twist like that, we're Oddity Files crew at Gmail. Follow us on all the socials, at Oddity Files, Twitter, and Instagram. We're on Facebook. Search Oddity Files. And if you're listening to us somewhere 
like YouTube because I put things up there just, you know, to let you people know we're here. Subscribe on a major podcast app because we're on all of them. All of them. All of them. Um, and one really cool thing along with our social, if you, um, you don't even have to follow us. But if you want visual aids to oh, all of our yeah. episodes, you can get on there and our producer, Jimmy, he puts, you know, on like highlights. Um, every, literally every one of our stories has a, uh, has, or every one of our episodes has like a visual highlight on our Instagram. So you can follow along with timestamps. And so if you're like, wow, I really, I wonder what that picture looked like or that, that woman in white or white woman looked like. We'll Not tan, Hawaiian lady. Whatever. Um, yes, I honestly, <laughs> I know I've told you this before, DJ Jimmy, but I, I am so excited for Friday mornings to, <laughs> to see what you decide to put up because it's a blast. It is a blast. Yeah. But, you because know, it's not always morning people, we, can, we tr- like to keep you on your toes. It, for sure. For sure. <laughs> and I sit there and hit refresh all day. Till right. <laughs> because if it was always morning... Then you would just expect it. Yeah, for sure. Hey, maybe we'll switch to Saturday. No. Podcast <laughs> no. Friday. All the time. Every Freaky day. Friday. Ooh. You're That's what we should name this episode. I'm done here. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little too excited. I know, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, But thank you, guys. <clears throat> Demons. I will eventually get over this cold. I swear to fucking God. Um... But we appreciate you we more do. than you know. You make us happy. You make us not feel so weird. But. Right. Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> but weird is a new cool, so fuck that shit. Thanks. You guys are the best. See ya.